You're listening to Soccer Talk in the Park, the official podcast of the Sherwood Park District Soccer Association. Wow, Soccer Talk in the Park, we're back. It's uh, It's been a little bit of time here since we've uh, thrown one of these up there. I think we did one uh, about, I don't know, it was about a month ago. D, how long has it been? Oh my goodness, I can't, uh, I can't even think about it, maybe two or three months. <laughs> at least I don't know if it's been yeah, that. It's that I think. <laughs> so as as everybody can tell already um we're, we're sort of situated a little bit differently because of this lovely COVID-19 thing that we're going through with the virus all around and everybody self-isolating um myself DW I'm at home in a very very tiny little space where I've set up the podcast gear, and I have both Deagle Vinder. How's it going, everybody? And Charles O'Toole. How are you? Hey, glad to be back. Yeah. Reaching out to our, our fans. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the, both those gentlemen are on the phone line, and uh, we're going to uh, attempt to do the podcast via the telephones and uh Hey, you know, everyone else out there is doing a similar type thing as far as uh, trying to keep up their their engagement with the, the memberships and in their different organizations. I see podcasts and all that type of stuff, even some of the video chats and things that I've seen uh, online where people are self-isolating. TV shows. Have you guys noticed all the TV shows? Um, you know, some, some of the ones. In- reruns and all the rest of it here now. Well, not just the reruns. I'm, I'm thinking more like the talk shows and stuff like that. Obviously, being at home, yeah. we get to see some of that, but they're all, you know, chiming in via their their online cameras from their computers. Yeah, it's pretty unreal. Or even if uh, they were in studio, they're, they're, you can see the different camera angles. They go from one side to the other uh, with the whole uh, social distancing, you know, thing going on. Yeah, it's it's it's. You watch the news programs now, and all all the announcers are all at least two three meters apart. You have to go to a wide angle lens almost now, especially at the end of the show, to capture everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty crazy for sure. And and on that note of of uh, of this sort of crisis that's going on with everybody in the pandemic, what's uh, what have you guys been up to, Charles? What have you been up to during this time frame? How you know how are you doing? Well, it's 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 a. A little bit of a different uh, breed here now. Like at this time of the year, we're usually popping uh, off our feet here and like dealing with tryouts and getting teams organized and getting teams into leagues. Right now, it seems like a bit of a lost duck right now when you kind of go home and you kind of wonder, what are we going to do now? You know, uh, come, we come into the office. We're, we're, we're keeping busy that way around here. There's always stuff to do around here. But going home, we're going home now, like 5 o'clock, regular office hours almost. And... Uh, there's no soccer in the evening, so yeah, a bit of a lost stock at the moment. Yeah, what about yourself, D? How are you keeping yourself uh, ticking over? I mean, like like Charles says, there's a ton of stuff that we're actually doing inside the club and in the office uh, to to make sure that when this is over, we actually are are prepared for the influx of of things that are going to have to be done. Yeah, so I mean, I won't really get, uh, dive into the things that uh, we've been doing because I know we're going to talk about some of the program that, that we're working on a little bit later in the show. Uh, however, uh, it's been it's it's been it's been a little bit of a hectic time, um, and uh, I've been dealing with uh, you know my my one of my mom, my mom and my dad, and my and my uh, girlfriend who you know my mom and girlfriend have been laid off, so 
uh, trying to uh, help them through that and, and transitioning in different ways. Uh, trying to stay, you know, ahead of the curve on thinking and, and, and developing programming, uh, how, how to reach out uh, to membership um, and things like that and, and trying to come up with creative ways to uh, continue uh, providing a service for our membership and, and things like that. So the mind uh, is always ticking and uh, right now and, and uh, it's a little bit, uh, you know, in trying times, but, you know, always trying to stay positive through it. Um, and yeah, I'm, and we'll discuss programming a little bit later. Yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely not been an easy thing. I think all of us are in the same boats as, as most people out there, uh, you, you're, you know, it's funny. I, I saw the, the, the prime minister has been coming on every morning and, and chatting for the last three weeks. He's been on every day trying to give information to people and, and let, let him know what, uh, what the government's trying to do for us, both in regards to, you know, financially keeping us going, keeping the, um, uh, just keeping the country running and, and ticking over and, and, you know, trying to make sure that, uh, everybody's functioning and having to think, you know, it's, it's, it's just crazy. It's crazy times, you know, it's, it's something where you're always overthinking in some ways, but I guess you kind of have to be thinking about what's going on. People are wondering job wise, where they're staying, rent, mortgages all that sort yeah. of stuff and uh you know what yeah, people we, are scared yeah yeah you're, scared you're right now but. you're absolutely right charles I, I there will be an end to this there 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 has to be an end to this um once that you know curve is is leveled out as far as you know what we're what we're seeing as far as the virus goes um I think, uh, you know, it's going to happen when it happens is the other story, but, uh, I am pretty sure that, um, you know, it, 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 we just have to be on that positive side of things and, you know, much like we're yeah. doing in the office, we're keeping positive and, and, and moving forward with different plans and, and procedures. So, yeah, for sure. I mean, I think that, uh, you know, listening to the government officials, you know, daily and, and getting the updates, uh, from, from how they're going to support Canadians, uh, how the Alberta government supporting, uh, you know, our, our, our Albertans as well. Um, it's positive to see that, uh, you know, we are getting, uh, taken care of in, in, in different ways. Um, obviously this is, uh, affecting a lot of people, you know, the, the whole entire country is, is on the whole, sorry, the whole entire world as well too is under, under notice. And, you know, we have to, if we don't listen to the, the, the government and, and, stay at and not stay at home and things like that, it'll get worse, right? So we have to stay at home. We gotta follow the guidelines. We have to stay, you know, as active as we can within the, our environment, you know, practice good social distancing, things like that. And and it will come to an end uh, eventually at some point. Uh, and if we have to be in self isolation for, you know, a couple of months, well well so be it, you know, and, and hopefully people can listen um to what has been told and, and follow the rules and follow the instructions because right now we don't want to be here for months on end you know we want to we want to be able to get back to our jobs we want to be able to get back on the pitch you know and and i'm sure our our membership is is uh is worrying about that as well too it's funny it, it's funny because i i start thinking back to more historical times in the history of the world and you hear of different uh, plagues and stuff like that, that, you know, it hit different regions of the world at, at different times during the world. And, uh, 
to to have stuff like that actually happen i i think it's uh it's something i guess no one's ever really prepared for it but it's definitely you know based on history and the technology and the way things are today i'd never never would have guessed something like this would would happen during my lifetime at least well, no, the no. thing though, too is like people are able to get around the world a lot more freer now than they did like even 30, 40 years ago. Mm-hmm. Like with uh, the frequency of the airplanes and all that, now people are traveling a lot more, seeing a bit more of the world. And I guess that's how that this uh, virus is really spread. I mean, it's just been like a like a little wildfire that's been going on here now. But as you said, there like we're go- we're going to come out of this. We're going to come out of it stronger. We're going to be prepared if this thing ever does happen again. So uh, I mean. People generations and centuries ago have gone through similar things, obviously not to the population extent that we have now. Uh, but, you know, it was the same sort of thing for them back then. And they've come through, they've survived, and uh, we'll do the same thing. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, I'm glad to see everybody's uh, doing stuff and trying to stay healthy uh, in regards to yourself and uh, and Dee and, and, and everyone else on staff is, is doing similar similar things to a keep the club ticking over and b keeping themselves and their families uh, healthy and uh, engaged in something so they're not bouncing off the walls and going stir crazy um let's let's move to the csa and uh, and what they had uh, thought about this whole situation um it was actually i mean it's it's pretty obvious they they've actually suspended all soccer um activities um across the country um so, I mean, we can include the ASA in that, too, because the ASA is just following what the CSA is doing, ASA being the Alberta Soccer Association. And, uh, you know, we're all just sort of following suit. What are your guys' thoughts with the way they handled it? Obviously, it's handled the best they can for, for what's been going on. D, what do you think? Well, I, I, or Charles? I, I think they've done... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, I, I think they've done okay. Again, it's, it's new to everybody. Like, we've never gone through something like this before. Uh, I mean, they're 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 handling the best they can. They're listening to what the government's saying and following the guide well guidelines from our our health minister and such. So, I mean, their hands are kind of tied as well. Uh, obviously, they want to get people back on the field, get the kids playing. I mean, our national teams are having to postpone all their games now. I mean, our women's team was going towards the Olympics this year, so there's been a big hit towards them now too. I mean, that could be pretty deflating to an athlete especially you've been working for the last four years to get back to this point. And then all of a sudden it's, oh, sorry, and because of a little tiny bug now, uh, we're having to call this whole thing off and delay it a whole year. Well, the, so, de- the that's, it's good though. The delay is actually good because then it allows them to continue on. They know that the Olympics is going to happen. I think the disappointment initially would be, oh my gosh, this is canceled and no, it's not going to happen. Now it's just delayed and, and hopefully they'll still get going. Yeah, no, for sure. I, I, I think I think all the organizations, CSA, uh, you know, Alberta Soccer, all the sporting organizations across the country, are you know pretty are pretty aligned, right? And and you know this is this is the world that we live in right now, and I think that they're handling it the best that they can. Uh, obviously, there there's no timeline on this. We don't know. We're not getting any uh, you know d- distinct timelines lines on how this is going to to look like. So it's it's hard to prepare, right? It's hard to um, make a decision on, okay, so, you know, soccer season is going to start at this date or, you know, we're planning on this, right? So 
all we can do is 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 hope that um, um, there's caution in, in making a decision, which I think they have done. They haven't gone and suspended the season or canceled anything. Uh, sorry, they haven't canceled soccer for the outdoor season, things like that. So I think that's a positive. I think that we got to stay positive in the sense of of uh, that there's no rash decisions being made, uh, and we have to continue to start to, to you know stay the course. Uh, in the in the terms of trying to find an answer, right, and and then up and then it's up to us to to make sure we're still engaged. But yeah, it doesn't seem like it's going to be you know ending you know soon sooner than rather than later. So yeah, it's it's difficult, but I think that everybody's you know doing the best that they can. Yeah, I would agree with you there, both of you guys there. And and in regards to the season, I do think there'll be an outdoor season. I do think. Uh, you know, I'm. I don't think I'm trying to step. This is my own thoughts, and 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 hearing what's happening right now in regards to people starting to stay at home more. You have to take this thing seriously, and in order to take it seriously, it's you know, it's it's just got to be done. You know, we just have to do what we need to do, which is stay at home. Uh, if we can all do that and and uh, flatten that curve, we're we're definitely going to see football uh, in the summertime and and uh, have an outdoor season, which I'm sure a lot of the kids at home will be uh, shouting a, a big cheer of joy just yeah. to be able to get outside with all their friends in a group setting and you know coaches getting back to training and and just running around and being somewhat free again to 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 roam the, uh, the kids again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think well, kids will always be kids, but I, I I definitely think that getting outdoors with a group of people, yeah. that's a lot of oh, fun. Yeah, you know? yeah for sure. Uh, you know, I, I had an opportunity to talk to Jim Walkman. <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> sorry, excuse me. Uh, I had an opportunity to talk to Jim Walkman uh, yesterday, who uh, you know does uh, coach education within Canada soccer, and and you know he's got a, a very very you know positive mindset on on things as well too. And he, you know, but he basically mentioned to me, uh, he's like, you know what D, you know, maybe there's some silver lining here in the sense of that things that we uh, always talked about doing and wanting to do and never had the chance of doing. Now we have a chance of trying to get uh, some of those things down uh, when it comes to online content for coach education, when it comes to, to modules and things like that being accessible for, you know, our coaches, our community coaches or our Phoenix coaches to, to get online and not having to take away a weekend to do, uh, you know, in-classroom type things. So um, the world is going to be different after this, you know, no matter what. So some of these things are uh, that we're going through right now uh, could potentially be, you know, a norm uh, in the future past this point. So uh, it was it was interesting to have it, uh, to get Jim Lockwood's perspective on, on things. And and I know for both, uh, for, for me and, and Charles and you is that, We've had to be very, very creative in what we've we've had to do for our content for our SPSA members as well, and you know I you know building curriculum in different for different programs, um, you know all those things. It's it's something that we always want to do, but you know, eighty five percent of our job is on the pitch, right? So it's and we're going for a full year, so some of those, sometimes you don't have that that downtime to put those those things together. So if there's any silver lining. Um, this could be one of them. Oh, for sure. I, I totally agree with you. There's a whole bunch of stuff that goes on with uh, being a coach and albeit the, you know, the, the bulk of what we like to do and, and we're hired to do is to be on the field. But there's so much more that goes beyond that that gets overlooked, like the planning and the, and the putting together of uh, 
of like you said curriculum sessions uh the thought process and how to you know deliver uh, you know information and stuff uh is definitely there hey listen we're going to take our first break here when we come back we'll discuss a little bit about uh you know those thought processes and now having that time we're going to let you know what we're doing as far as the tech staff goes to uh help support all our spdsa members and uh, uh what they can be doing with us through videos we're going to be posting online but we'll talk more of that after the break you're listening to soccer talk in the park the official podcast of the sherwood park district soccer association we'll be right back Today's podcast is sponsored by Mr. Lube, taking care of your car on your schedule, not ours. Mr. Lube. And we're back. Yes, Soccer Talk of the Park, the official podcast of the Sherwood Park District Soccer Association. I I said it a little bit better there. I didn't say soccer like an American as I did when I exited the last time. Charles was giving me the gears, weren't you, Charles? Oh, I was, I was like, a, I don't know if you're Canadian or American. <laughs> do, do we have, do we not have any music to, to roll us into this next segment? Did I miss that? Uh, you know what? The music only happens at the beginning and the end. And then, oh, uh, and then, yeah, because uh, we have to go through an editing process <laughs> after this, although this is all pre-recorded, So everybody can know that it's, uh, we're, we're at a point where we can't do it live at the moment. I know we we've talked in the past about going live to Facebook this is extremely difficult in the situation we're in now to even try and pull that off. So um, this is all pre-recorded and we can edit it. So if I happen to swear, you'll either hear a goat sound or it'll just be gone and you won't even know I swore. Um, so it, it's, I, I must say you're, you're very talented when it comes to the editing of, of either, you know, the podcast or the, or the video that we've been doing. So it's, awesome. <laughs> it's, uh, it, it's something you have to become adept at it to, uh, to make things function and to keep people uh, on the up and up, so, <laughs> so trust, trust me, trust me. I was on the I was on the computer for I think probably about four hours yesterday trying to to edit my uh, my home workout program. So I, I get I just, I get I, I appreciate you, Lucas. Yeah, it's I thought it's, you were a one shot take guy. Are you kidding? Are you kidding me? I couldn't get the words out of my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's always the case. And that's where, that's where editing really comes in handy to make everyone look and sound good. So, um, I don't know. I don't know how people like, you know, I I thought, you know, watching TV and all those things that, Hey, you know what? I could do that. I could, you know, get in front of a camera. Man, I'm absolutely crapping myself when I'm looking, staring at a camera, and pretty much talking to myself. I don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah, you get twelve to twice its size. Oh God, <laughs> crazy! You'll get comfortable with it. The more you do it, you get more comfortable. It's like it's like doing this podcast. When everyone started, totally. I'll be honest. When everyone started, they were they were all a little shaky. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you're right. You're but now, right. but now everybody, all four of us, uh, you know, I, I include Dano and in the four of us. Although Dano's um, Dano's actually on paternity leave. What timing for him? Eight and a half paternity leave, <laughs> uh, and then this whole nightmare of pandemic starts. Yeah. Well, it's, I think it's crazy. He just knew. <laughs> he knew. He knew. <laughs> he knew. 
He's like, I got to get out of here. Yeah, smart guy, (laughs) smart guy. Hey, listen, um, we've been uh, touching base on a little bit of what the tech staff and and what we're doing at the SPDSA to try and uh, keep everyone engaged and keep everybody doing things throughout this uh, pandemic. And, And while people are at home, there's still a ton of stuff we can do. Um, to keep our chops up, to keep ourselves ready to play this game once this thing is over and we're getting ready for an outdoor season. How do we prepare for that? So um, we're, we're going to try and put some tech videos together. Uh, we, those will be coming starting Monday. Um, and uh, I know I know. by the time I edit this podcast and get it out there, they'll, the videos will already be out there. But uh, you know what? I, I, I think uh, I think it's something we'd, we'd like to do. As a, as a group, we sat down to talk about it. And uh, Charles, what were your thoughts about uh, putting all this stuff together? I think it's a fantastic idea. I mean, this is something we should have probably had uh, years ago within our organization that, uh, you know, people can access. I mean... It's just simple little drills that we're doing on there that keeps the kids uh, engaged. But it also, like if they're just uh, like by themselves or something like that down in the basement or uh, out in the field by themselves, they can do on their own. So they're helping to improve their game a little bit. So if they're looking to move up to the next level, these little tips and drills can help them to get along that way. And I mean, it's fantastic now that we're, we're actually developing a bit of a library within our organization that not only players but coaches can access. And, I mean, it's just going to make us a better club, create a better culture within our club, and obviously develop our coaches and our players at the same time. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. And I think uh, part of that goes back to what Dee said in the last segment about time frames. Because we're on field so much, because we're working with teams and coaches and players so much on field, uh, having the time to, to, to do these and develop these isn't necessarily the easiest thing to pull off. Um, so now that there is some, you know, some time involved, this is, uh, this is what we can put our efforts into, right, D? Yeah, it's fantastic to, to be very honest with you, right? It's, it's given us a little bit of a kickstart to, 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 to do something that we've always kind of wanted to do and wanted to create. Um, and it's, you know, you know, being able to come together in this time is, is what we need to do as a club. Uh, and you know, as uh, to support our members, right? So it, whatever we can do to to stay engaged with our membership is we, we've got to do it. Yeah, well, I, as you guys know too, like how many times you guys been asked, "Well, what can I do on my own to to work out a little bit better?" And I mean, we would love to work almost one on one or small groups with uh, players or teams, and but just we just we just don't have the manpower or the time available in which to do that. And that that's something down the road when hopefully we get. D Dub, I'm the one upset you here when we get our own facility. <laughs> uh, we'll be able to access that a little bit more. Uh, but what this does is these programs and these videos allows the, the players to see uh, a set of drills, maybe five, ten drills that they can go out and work up on their own and then get that extra work that they've been looking for. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's, and that's uh, something that they can see starting like like next week it's going to be up there we're, we're yeah, starting april to 6th. april 6th april yeah. 6th is when these videos will start uh, getting up there and uh we sat down and and we had discussed how we wanted to do this and how we wanted to break this down and uh i think we came up with a pretty good concept where where each each of us tech staff picked a day and picked a topic that we're going to work on for that day so uh d let us know what your first topic was and and uh and, and how you felt doing it. 
Yeah, so um, I chose just a simple ball mastery, uh, you know, exercises, um, something that you can do in a very, very small space uh, with a limited amount of objects that you need. And I say objects because if you don't have cones or anything at home, you know, you could use, uh, you know, a sock or, you know, a a shoe or or a toy or something like that or whatever you have in your house that can uh, replicate a cone. Um, and it's just simple touches. Honestly, it's all about getting up and getting active. Uh, a lot of just, you know, fundamental movement touches, simple things, uh, you probably, for anybody at any age and any skill set can do. Um, I started off very, very easy, very, very simple with not too, uh, extravagant touches. Uh, nothing that is, you know, daunting to anybody that, um, you know, potentially might not be able to do it. And especially if you're doing it in the living room or something like that, you don't want to, you know, you don't want to break anything. So um, it's very, very simple. But, you know, it was uh, it was a bit of a task, to, to be very honest with you. Like I said, uh, you know, getting in front of the camera, it's, sometimes you just freeze up, uh, you know, or, or especially if, you know, if you're um, trying to, you know, demonstrate the drills that you that you are trying to, to have the uh, the program, you know, just that you're setting up in a program and it's a, uh, sometimes a little bit of a challenge right so oh, for sure um, I, I could i could see you stopping going oh man i just didn't get uh, this right and okay stop the yeah. stop the camera let's roll it again let's do it again <laughs> oh you you should have seen how many times i would just like laugh at myself after after i was like trying to cut out like try like after i finished a drill and i'll just be laughing and shaking my head and just like what is going on here this is crazy but and it's so different from you know from coaching you know it's uh, you know, you're, when you're coaching, you've got a group of players and, and you're able to engage with them. You're able to, you know, potentially even use some of them for demonstrations if you, if you, if you can't, uh, you know, uh, potentially do the, the drills that you're trying. And, and it's a different engagement. So, you know, getting in front of a camera for the first time for me was, uh, was just like, oh, am I saying the right things? Uh, can I get the words out of my mouth? Am I demonstrating? You know, all these things going through my head. But uh, I chopped it up. You know, I chopped it up and... And uh, got something together, and and there's a couple of videos that we you know we've filmed before, uh, as well too that I I added into the program as well that we did uh, D Dubs probably last week. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, what you're gonna get for me is uh, is a set is a session called a uh, hundred touches ball mastery program, and um, it's a hundred touches per exercise, ten exercises, and you're gonna get about a thousand touches. Uh, within within the within the program, so um, I think uh, it'll take about half an hour or so, half an hour, thirty five minutes to complete. That's and, awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Tra- the most challenging, yeah, the Go most ahead. challenging. Sorry, was was the editing. Trying to, you know, <laughs> I've never worked with a, worked with a video editor before, so trying to get that. But yeah, I feel like if I uh, had a little bit more, you know, work on it or a little bit more information, I could. I could do okay with it. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a cool thing to be able to pull off. So uh, ball mastery day one. And I think we also discussed that we were going to be uh, having a weekly challenge um, yeah. put out there to the players. And I know D your challenge will be the first one. And this is, this yeah. is an area where yeah. we're going to try and engage the, the, the members. So the kids and the, and the players, they, they will hopefully, you know, try and film their own ability to to work through the weekly challenge and post it to our social media pages, to our website. Um, there's links that'll be sent out 
um, to all the players and put up on our website in regards to how to uh, link your videos to the different social media platforms that we have. And then we're going to choose winners each week. Um, right, which will be exciting. great. So, you know, hopefully it'll be an exciting thing for, for the, for the players to get engaged in and to be dealing with Charles is up on Tuesday. Tuesday is what Charles, what do you, what have you got planned? We've got dribbling and turning. Fantastic. So working in a little small area and a basement or a hallway or your driveway or your garage, or the optimal places. Uh, just be a little bit careful as I found out last night, but, uh, <laughs> Working on a laminate floor with a ball uh, could be a little tricky at times. So we may see a couple of those little errors, as we'll put it, uh, in the videos that will be coming out next Tuesday. Uh, but again, we're dealing with uh, an area where it's what everybody else is going to be using. Uh, at this time of the year, we can't really get outside onto the field. So we're adapting to what we'll be using or can use uh, within our home. So as he was saying, yeah, I've got a daughter who's very fashionable. So we got a lot of shoes. So I was able to use the stones as my shoes, as my cones and pylons and all that in there. Some high heels, so, Joe. Oh, no, I didn't get the high heels going. Oh, come on. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, just, just maneuvering around in a little space. And when you're a, a guy about my size, and I do swear that cameras put about 10 to 15 pounds. <laughs> so, uh, just, uh, just uh, forward to that. So uh, moving around those little tight areas, yeah, it can be a little tricky, but... Uh, it's all in good fun, and it's just to keep the kids engaged, and I hope they can learn some little tips from it and take some of the exercises and work on their own and obviously do a lot better than what I did on them. Well, I, I think that's just – it's just something that's going to be – I'm hoping it'll be well uh, well taken in by the membership and they'll all enjoy it, and, and the players will, will definitely get something out of it, and we'll have your challenge the following week uh, as far as yeah. the weekly challenge goes. For myself, unfortunately, uh, we are going to be doing some goalkeeping ones. My first one is going to be more on uh, footwork and movement and body shape. Um, so it, it, that'll be interesting. I, unlike you, both of you, I've seen clips of your videos and, uh, the space that you have, um, D dub actually lives in a shack and a shoebox of, a, of an apartment. So to honestly do any sort of goalkeeping within that confines could be a little bit more difficult. I, I do have the space, but I live on the fourth floor, so I, I can't be, doing what I want to do in regards to <laughs> movements and things because uh, DW is not exactly a frail waif, uh, a, a small-sized <laughs> person. So if I start moving oh, around, <laughs> if I, if I it's start... It's the camera, buddy. It's the camera. Yeah, it's that's camera. right. It's it's the camera. But if I start moving around upstairs in uh, on the fourth floor here, I am going to not have happy neighbors. So I am actually filming mine tomorrow in the office. I'm in the office tomorrow. So, um, oh come on! Once once every once every couple of weeks compared to that baby below you. Come on. Well, you know what? I, I, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do the first one because it's movement. There's there's a there's another portion uh, in a couple of weeks that I'll be doing on collapsing where I can use my bedroom. So, uh, oh, nice. yeah, yeah, that that'll be an exciting task for all the kitties to see where D Dub sleeps. It's not uh, uh, again another shoebox of an area, but um, very excited to to get this process going and to to make sure we're all on top of it. Um, just a quick question out there: What do you guys think the best ways of keeping 
your focus as a player? Like in these times when you're at home and uh, there's so many other distractions that can go on within within your house. And I know we're all chomping at the bit to just get working. How do you think these players can stay focused to get through these tasks? Well, Charles? In my opinion, anyway, is like uh, they've, they've been through Phoenix seasons or in the past and they generally know when the practice times are. So they should probably set that time aside, stay within that routine. So if they normally have a practice, say, at like 7 o'clock at night, at 7 o'clock at night, they go and do these uh, little drills that we, we're putting out uh, uh, over the coming weeks. And they just stay to that and just keep themselves in that routine. So they set a little bit of a schedule. 7 o'clock, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, this is what I'm doing. Checking the videos, going to go work in these drills. And they work on it for 30, 40 minutes on their own. That's what I think they should be doing. Yeah. What are your thoughts, D? Same sort of idea? Yeah, I think that I honestly think that I want I want these kids, especially the females, the female players that are out there, to become fans of the game. You know, do some research. Uh, get on get online. Uh, get on YouTube. Watch you know the NWSL games. Watch uh, old Premiership games. You know, do some research on on players. Uh, you know, find some find some consistencies that maybe can relate to you. You know, become a fan. Uh, start looking up to some of these professionals that are out there and, and you know, try to emulate them or, or you know, read up on their, on their backgrounds and, and see what, you know, what they've gone through is to get themselves to, to becoming a professional and, and, you know, just take the time to, uh, you know, you know become a, a real, real fan of football. You know, I know that it, it, we love to play the game, um, but sometimes we don't eat, live, and breathe. We don't eat, live, and breathe. Uh, soccer enough as a youth soccer player or in our in our country because we have the accessibility to everything, right? We talk about multi-sport athletes. We talk about all the different programs that are out there, right? So, you know, become a fan. You know, go and, go and um, you know, know exactly what you want to be like as a and, and emulate to, to become a future professional footballer. Yeah, and, and that leads into what we're thinking of uh, of continuing on with. Sorry, you're, you're hearing beeps in the background and stuff. I'm getting uh, one of these scam phone calls. I can see it on the phone. So if you're hearing the beeps, my apologies for that. But yeah, what Dee just mentioned about uh, staying engaged and getting involved with watching games, that's going to be part of what we put together as a, as a tech group to to sort of fill the week out. So we'll have the training sessions that we run each day of the week. And yes, Chillin' with Chillin'. Andreas Chillin' will be doing some of this stuff as well. He's part of the tech group that's nice. going to be... Uh, putting some of these videos together so it'll be interesting to hear the german version of it um is it going to say is it going to be in german i don't know we'll, we'll, we'll find out <laughs> soon enough translation might be something we need i feel bad talking about him because he's not here to defend himself but um uh, we love we love him we love him no of, of course of course <laughs> but the next step to that to the to the weekly uh, programming that we're doing fridays will be the daily challenge that we're trying to get people to be uh involved with and then on saturdays we're looking to do game analysis saturdays so this soccer is saturday soccer saturday soccer hey. saturday exactly this will be more of something that we're going to try and impress upon coaches who've worked with these teams to try and set up um but it's you know we'll give uh, games or possible games that they could watch obviously they're going to be older games uh games that have already been played but you know start off with a half or or you know if you can go the full 90 minutes fantastic uh and then we'll do a little bit of an analysis of it afterwards 
to uh, just to see where these players are at and to, like you said, D, keep them more engaged, keep them understanding and, and, and loving this game that we uh, we love so much and, and, and work at trying to train uh, players to understand and to get better at. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know what, I've also got a little bit of a challenge in, uh, for the coaches, all right? So uh, coaches out there, you know, even if you're a part of our club or not, um, go on to the IFAB uh, Laws of the Game, you know, website and get yourself educated with the new laws of the game that are out there. Um, there's plenty of times that we have a go at referees. And you know what, quite frankly, I don't think that we understand fully as coaches um, the laws of the game. So, you know, take this moment, become, a, again, be, become educated with something like that. That's a great that's shout, a great D. That's great suggestion, because, yeah, because that's uh, now, just this year alone coming in, there's 23 rule changes. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah. We all have to start get caught up on it a little bit. You can see sometimes uh, uh, the teams in Europe right now, they've adapted to the rule changes, and you can see how the game's changed somewhat just from it. So the game's maybe a little bit faster. Uh, how they're taking goal kicks now. Now there's players allowed to be inside the box to receive it. So, yeah, it's a great shout. Uh, have the, the coaches in. and even the kids uh, read up on some of the rules here have now occurred. Yeah, yeah that, for sure. I, I, I think I uh, I think that's the best shout we've had on this uh, this lovely podcast so far. <laughs> hey, but listen, we, we've got to take another break here. And uh, when we come back, we'll see how everybody's getting along without sports. You're listening to Soccer Talk in the Park, the official podcast of the Sherwood Park District Soccer Association. Uh, I'm struggling with my language now. <laughs> well, we'll be right back. Today's podcast is sponsored by Mr. Lube. Fast, warranty-approved oil and fluid changes. Mr. Lube. And we're back. <laughs> Sorry, doing this from home is such a strange thing for me. I hit record, and I, I don't want to overdub or, or ruin the stuff we've already been working on. So, anyways, yes, we're back. Diego Vinder and Charles O'Toole on the phone. Hey, How's it going to be here? <laughs> all of us, all of us, social distancing. <laughs> We're physically distancing ourselves. Someone's in Sherwood Park. Someone's in South Edmonton, and someone's in Saint Albert. Yes, that's a fantastic <laughs> thing. Um, so, listen, this segment we're going to talk a little bit about uh, missing sports. How is everybody getting along without sports? And I'll include all the sports that are out there because it's amazing how much. Um, not necessarily we rely on, but how much we watch and get involved with the different sports that are out there. How much of this is so ingrained in your own lives that you are truly missing all this? Like I definitely miss those Saturday mornings now on uh, oh, on our on our favorite DAZN uh, and trying to get that watching football. And then, you know, the occasional yep. hockey game I don't mind watching or at least having it on the background where I can see that. So how are you guys dealing with that? D, what are your thoughts? Oh, look, I am I'm absolutely dedicated to, to sports. I've never watched uh, so much home and garden TV network <laughs> in my life. Um, however, yeah, like I, I couldn't, uh, I'm sure I'm, I'm, I would speak for, you know, a lot of people, um, you know, I've become a really, a really big fan of the Edmonton Oilers, you know, consistently this year. I always try to, you know, ca catch up with 
and follow the Oilers more than I have in the past. And I was really getting, you know, you know, stuck in with, uh, you know, the playoff run potentially and this and that. And obviously, uh, you know, my, my club, Liverpool Football Club, you know, 25 points clear of the next, next best team, uh, you know, two games away from clinching the premiership title. And we haven't won a, a, a title in 30 years, right? So, you know, not being able to, to see that. And even if it does come back, uh, potentially they're talking about playing in empty stadiums. Who wants to win it? Who wants to win like that, right? So, um, hey, come yeah, on. I'm missing it a lot. D, it's, I'm missing it's, it like that. It's, it's been 30 years. I think you'll take <laughs> an empty stadium. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, you're probably right. You're probably right. But, yeah, honestly, I love sports. I watch every single thing. You know, even the curling that's on TV, I, I, I gravitate to. I, I, get, I love everything about uh, sports, so... Yeah, it's it's killing me. Yeah, really what about you, Charles? Are you are you feeling the effect at all? Oh, hundred percent. I finally just got Dazon in there or Dazon TV in there, and now I can use the damn thing. I got kicked off at dusk. Yeah, like, yeah. Like my Saturday mornings, Sunday mornings. Like man, like it's like I get up in the morning and I'm I'm, I'm lost. I'm walking around there in a house coat, slippers, whatever, and I don't know what to do sometimes. Yeah, it's, it's just a total shift for me. Like I was so into soccer, and it was part of the routine. You know, schedule my life around it, that type of thing. But now it's like, oh man. Yeah, I'm I'm finding myself trying to do other things. I mean, back in the day, DW was a a bit of a rocker and uh, played in and out of bands for a while. I'm sure people who know me close oh, enough. Oh, you say is that is that true? Yeah. Is right? <laughs> so, uh, so I, I, I've I've tended to started picking up the guitar a little bit more, which I'm I'm happy about because nice. it's a it's a hobby that I I missed and and something that I I you know I really enjoyed obviously in the past, but you just you just you, there was always something else to do and to get on with, and uh, so now I've sort of much like uh, we're asking kids to dedicate some time during training. I've dedicated a little bit of time each day to to play guitar. So, you know, awesome. usually at the late. I, I, late I didn't know my kids had graduated. <laughs> <laughs> I just found out. I had no idea. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. That's hilarious. <laughs> so, so getting back to the sports thing, guys, what are your thoughts on how these pro leagues are dealing with it? I mean, we see the information that comes out in regards to the NHL, the NBA, being in North America, you see and hear more about these larger sports that are that are around. Um, and now, you know, we're hearing word about the CPL, having spoke to some of the guys in the CPL as far as coaching staffs go. Um, I know that the league has asked all the clubs and owners to continue as if everything's going to happen and go on. So... Um, I, I mean, you know some of the players as well. D, what are your thoughts as to how things are going, in, in particular with the CPL and what players are you think players are doing? You, you know what? I'm absolutely, you know, I'm absolutely gutted for the CPL. Uh, D-Dubs. As you know, uh, I'm a big supporter of FC Edmonton as a fan. Uh, you know, towards the end of the season, I, I purchased season tickets both for myself and my girlfriend. Uh, we were out at, at matches and things like that. And, and for a new league, especially for, um, you know, our industry, our soccer industry, you know, for a professional league in our country, uh, to be kind of in, you know, in this, in this time, I'm excited <laughs> for them because, you know, the operational costs are still there. 
uh, for these clubs. And they're still relatively small clubs, right? You know, we're we're not getting ten thousand people in the seats uh, for these games, so it kind of gets it kind of gets you worried a little bit about you know are we are we going to be able to to come back strong with this? I know that the owners are committed, but if you're not putting if you're not getting butts in the seats, even when the, the league gets up and running again, what's that going to look like for the long term? So. Uh, I'm, I'm a little bit worried, but I think that you know, obviously, we'll try to pull through. But we have to, we have to come up with a way to for our future for soccer in in our country, uh, especially here in Edmonton, to to help and support FC Edmonton in, in our professional team. Yeah, I, I think that's good. What are your thoughts, Charles, on the, on the leagues being in the in the shape they're in, and how do you think they're 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 trying to cope with this? Well, I think, uh, like, I know talking to Jeff Paulus, head coach of FC Edmonton there, they're doing a lot of online sessions. Like, uh, they're working it through uh, the strength conditioning where they all have to tune in online. And Jeff himself is saying, like, you don't tune in on time or connect in time, the players are being fine. So he's keeping them engaged and disciplined that way. And they're doing some classroom sessions where they're working through tactics, that sort of stuff. But, I mean, the, the CPL had you know, built up a really good momentum with a really good first year, really kicked off the season well, started it really well, started building a little bit of momentum there. And this almost seems like just the virus here, but we're having to take a step back again. So that might have to be a bit of a rebrand or a rebuild this uh, momentum back up again. And if right now it's a bit of a condensed season, it could be a little bit tough. And if he mentions, I mean, like, yeah, these owners and all that, yeah, they've committed to it for <clears throat> a 10-year but you know, uh, missing a season out here could really hurt them. Uh, bottom line as well. But yeah, so when we come back strong, they're going to have to be making sure we're getting some uh, butts in the seats there and supporting these guys and getting this thing off the ground again. Yeah, it came such a long way uh, to getting this thing established and establishing our own league. It'd be really, really hurtful to everyone uh, if this doesn't really take off because of a stupid little bug again. Yeah, you know what I, 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 I think they'll continue on. I think, I think the uh, uh, having all the ownership groups come together and say yes, we're going to keep supporting uh, and uh, operating as if things are going to go. I, th- I think it's going to happen. I, I think once this is all said and done, we're hoping we're all chomping at the bit that by July we'll be ready to rock and and be back at football and that. You know, although it negates a huge chunk of the season for the CPL, I think they'll still have a season. And, um, I mean, they go until October. I think they could probably squeeze more games into the um, formats that they have. Maybe we just focus more on the actual league play instead of, like, the Canadian championships that we have where you're playing MLS teams, you're playing under, you know, teams that are under the CPL uh, maybe we don't have that this year. Maybe this is one of those anomalies where you just focus on your league uh, and just keep playing. I'm, I'm sure it's the same process that the ASA is is now trying to contemplate and the CSA trying to contemplate with our, with our own leagues and whether or not they would have provincials or nationals or whether we're just focusing on league play and, and getting the kids For back sure. out on the For field. Sure. Oh, yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, for us as well too, uh, within the SPDSA, right? So, you know, we are, you know, we've got plans for, for our community, uh, uh, members and our community season to, to try to maybe potentially getting something in, you know, our community season, uh, runs, you know, late April, May, 
uh, till the end of June. Uh, I, I think potentially uh, we're not much sure if we're going to be able to get that. So we've got you know plans in place to to run a a summer program, uh, you know, for our community members, um, and and try to you know try to get them in, you know, a good uh, a good portion of the the summer to be able to play some football as well too. So yeah, it's affecting top to bottom. I think everybody's affected by it, and uh, it's it's I think it's we've been innovative and we're trying to come up with new uh, new ideas and, and things like that so we can help uh, engage membership and you know it's, it's, you know, we just have to have to go ahead yeah you know what yeah, I, I, just, I just feel bad for the, the, the our U17s in their last year of youth football and all that right now and have the season kind of cut short here so you kind of want them to play that last year with a lot of their friends and all that and finish out their youth and then before they move on to post-secondary or to adult soccer so I kind of feel bad for them a little bit that way so but Hopefully this doesn't deter them too much and that they continue to play and uh, keep progressing in the sport. Well, I, I mean, there's so much that goes on beyond, uh, you know, it, it's, I understand that part of it, but the, I would say the bulk of them want to go on to a college or university and they can play there and continue on. So there's, there's always a reason to keep going regardless of, uh, you know, the outcomes of a, a nationals or a provincials or, or something like that. There's always something beyond within the sport that you can be thinking about and, and leaning towards. So hopefully everyone will have those positive ideas about, um, you know, just continuing regardless. And uh, like I say, we're all keeping positive about things happening again in the, uh, in the summer months. And uh, you know, as long as everyone stays the course, does what they're being asked to do by our uh, lovely medical people here at the national level and the provincial levels, I, I think we'll flatten this curve and uh, start seeing uh, seeing the light, so to speak, uh, as we get through May and into June. Uh, and, and then by July, we'll be ready to rock as far as the club goes. Uh, I'm sure all the players will be chomping at the bit to get back at it, and, and that'll be something that we look forward to doing. Um, so, you know Absolutely. what, that, that being said, guys, I think we, I think that's a wrap. I think we've uh, completed a podcast here via the wow. phone, our first COVID-19 wow. podcast. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I, I'm a, I'm a happy camper that we were able to, uh, get out there and, uh, and discuss things, uh, with the, uh, with yourselves and with the, with the members so they can hear us. Um, nice. yeah. Nice. So uh, I'm going to thank D I'm going to thank Charles for, for being part of it and uh, taking uh, time to thank be on, thank you. on the phone. Thank you, <laughs> no worries. Uh, just a, just a reminder to everybody that, uh, Hey, be looking up on the website, be looking for information coming through your email. There'll be lots of video work that you can do, keeping your chops up, keeping your ability and your playing going parents to just keep thinking because there's gotta be ways you can engage yourselves, uh, players. You can always, enlist the help of those uh, parents and siblings that you have around your place to uh, help you with some of the drills that you might need help with. If you need a second person, that's definitely something that can be done. In fact, I believe Andreas Schillen is going to be doing some stuff that engages a secondary person like, uh, like a parent or something like that. But anyways, you've been listening to Soccer Talk in the Park. This is Sherwood Parks District Soccer Association's official podcast. Uh, look forward to chatting with you all again. We'll see you later. You've been listening to Soccer Talk in the Park, the official podcast of the Sherwood Park District Soccer Association. <laughs>